Today on the Girl Defined Show, we are talking about OnlyFans. It is skyrocketed, this social media platform, over the past few years, really over the pandemic. Some of you know exactly what we're talking about, and some of you are like, OnlyFans, what in the world is that? It is a platform that has turned highly sexual and really pornographic, and we are seeing college-age girls especially jump on this platform to make money. And... A lot of them just aren't thinking of the future and the consequences and just what can happen as a result of it. And so we just want to bring some light to OnlyFans, what's actually going on, what the reality is, like how much money can you actually make on this platform? Is it worth it? Like, should I jump on this? We're going to go there today and hopefully open your eyes to a better way. What's up, guys? It's Kristen and... Bethany and Audrey. And Audrey. We have Bethany's newest little addition to her family, the youngest of the sisterhood. We jokingly call her, what are we, you were saying? The heir to Girl Defined, because we we only had boys before this. Right. Sons. So now we have Audrey. So she's getting a really big head start on this topic. Thankfully, she can't really understand what's going on. Or trust me, it would not be appropriate for her to hear quite yet. Um, But yeah, we are going to dive into this because it is becoming so incredibly popular. We're going to bring some stats, actually, of how popular it was when it first came out and like over the pandemic how OnlyFans has absolutely exploded. And I think many of you have heard of it. I will be honest, until recently, I didn't really know what it was. So I know some of you listening are like, well, I have no idea. Have I just been really out of the loop? That's okay if you don't know what it is. You will by the end of this, and hopefully you'll be able to see um, how dangerous it is, how damaging, and sadly, how normal things like this are becoming. Mm -hmm. And we're told as women to just view it as completely normal. So as we jump into that conversation, though, For those of you who are unmarried and have asked this question, how do I know if he's the one? Raise your hand if you've ever wondered that. Okay, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see my hands raised. I guess you never wondered that. (laughs) Did you ever wonder if Dave was the one? In my own world for a second. I I don't know where I was. You were gone. She was gone. I was just gone. (laughs) It's a question so many of us ask in dating or even in singleness. Like, wow, that guy, like, could he be the one? And so because we get this question all the time, we created a resource. And if you're watching, you can see I'm holding it up. It is an amazing PDF download that we just released, brand new release here at Girl Define in our shop, which we now have an awesome digital shop online as well, where you can get amazing PDF downloads, how to know if he's the one. And we will walk you through how do you find out? And then a whole bunch of incredible questions to ask for yourself, to ask about him, to ask about your heart. And you can buy this on our shop or even better, you can get this resource for free as our way of saying thank you when you join our support team over on patreon.com slash girl defined. So Patreon, y'all know it's a resource. It's like a a funding platform where you can get behind the work and the message of Girl Defined in a really small way. We're talking $1, $2 per video, per per, per podcast that we create. So it averages like four bucks a month. And we four give bucks? you literally dozens of free resources as our way of saying thank you. Every month we come out with something new, plus you get everything from the past few years. So go to Girl Defined, go, or actually go to patreon.com slash Girl Defined to join our support team today and yeah. get access to this amazing resource plus dozens of others. Yeah. Okay, so OnlyFans. First, I'm going to tell you like how I came across this topic and why I decided, um, like I brought it up to the team, Kristen, and then Molly, who does a lot of our research, I brought it up to them. They're both like, yeah, great idea. Mm -hmm. So I was actually watching a debate um, between two ladies who are really involved with the nonprofit Exodus Cry, which is an amazing organization that fights human trafficking all over the world. And it was really fascinating conversation because it was two women, one who used to be in the sex industry and another one who just is on the front lines helping um, fight human trafficking across the world world. And they were actually having a debate with two men who are currently or very pro 
pornography, pro mm. sex work. And so it was a really fascinating conversation. I really appreciated these women being so bold and taking such a like strong stance of just the harm and the dangers and just, you know, the reality of it. And during that conversation, though, they started talking about OnlyFans and the reality of it. And so we yeah. started researching more into, okay, yeah. what exactly is OnlyFans? I mean, how would, like you just learned about it. How would you describe it as someone who, <laughs> as like, a noob? Yeah, as a newbie. Yeah. How would you describe so what, it? how I understand it to be, I've never been on it. I don't have an account on there, but I understand it to be um, a social media platform that presents itself as a paid subscription platform where you can, and this is true, you can, you pay to be a fan of different people. And that person who has an account, if you're the creator, you can pick whatever amount you want to charge and then people pay to be your fans, your only fans. But the the thing that I find so repulsive about it is that OnlyFans advertises itself as like a social media platform where you can come on and show your amazing creative artwork, like your photography and like your amazing skills or your art and people are going to pay you to see it. But in reality, behind the scenes, the majority, the highest percentage of type of content that sells on OnlyFans and what most people actually know it to be um, for is sexual content. So basically people selling images, videos of their bodies and their fans paying to see that. So yeah. it's a social media platform that is yeah. basically, um, it's it's a sex business yeah. geared toward college age young people. Sadly. I mean, that's a lot of people who are on here. So it's interesting. Yeah. We found um, some a video and some comments by a woman named Harmony Grillo. She probably is probably different than that, but that's how I'm going to say it. And actually Molly, shout out to Molly. She does a lot of research Woo-hoo. for us. She found a lot of this, which oh, it's so amazing having a team. Yeah. Uh, but Harmony describes OnlyFans this way. She says, on the surface, starting an OnlyFans might seem like a simple thing. Turn on your camera, post a pic or a video, get some subs and make some mm-hmm. money. In reality, this is a serious decision that can have a lasting impact on your heart mind, and future. Yeah. I know this, this is Harmony speaking, because I am a survivor of the commercial sex industry, and I have spent nearly two decades walking alongside other women as they have fought to find healing and freedom from the sex industry. Hey. Yeah. She goes on to say, I have never heard anything more vile, crude, abusive, and degrading than comments from people who believe someone exists yeah. for their personal sexual gratification. Essentially, mm-hmm. becoming a sexual object is an experience of being dehumanized. When you think about it, some of the most atrocious acts in human history history have been committed as a result of dehumanizing another person or people group. And I just mm-hmm. appreciate her comments so much because one, she's been in the sex industry. She's, you know, basically sold her body for money. And she's saying like this, it kind of like appears like, oh, I'm just going to post some cute pics. But right. she's saying, no, like this is the most dehumanizing, the most abusive, the, like the worst thing that you can do for yourself is, you know, exchange your body for dollars um, as someone who has been in it. She's sharing that. And so we have some other stuff from yeah. her that we're going to share, but just just, you know, the reason we're talking about it is because OnlyFans isn't a simple platform. It's not another social media platform. No. Like, oh, I can have subscribers on Instagram. Like, no, this is not yeah. the same thing. And especially if you're in the demographic that's being heavily recruited mm-hmm. to post on this, college age girls specifically, they're going after you because they know you need money to get through right. college. And it's so enticing. It's like, just post a few pics. They can be the same ones you even post on Instagram. Yeah. Make some money. Life will be so much easier. When in reality, like, I mean, the numbers mm-hmm. show like the average OnlyFans person only makes like $120 a month or something yeah. really, really low out of all the people. It's very, very few people who are making those big millions of bucks, but those are the stories we hear about. And right. so it's like, oh my goodness, you're just posting pics and then you're making millions of dollars. Like, no, that is such a lie. That is not mm-hmm. actually happening. Um, and so we're just here to like sound the alarm bells yeah. and to say, no, this is so much more serious. And we hope that if you've ever considered getting on it or you know someone who has, or you are on it, that maybe you'll just rethink this as a Christian woman mm-hmm. um, and make decisions that will 
will be one, I believe so much more honoring to God in line with who God created you to be as his beautiful daughter that he cares for so much. And also just to set yourself up for a future that I think you will be glad of the choices you made and, and not filled with regret. Yeah. Some of the research that we've done, I, cause you, you know, you asked like what attracts someone to this? Like what is so attractive about this platform that makes literally, I mean, I've got to find that statistic Which where one? it was how many people were on it before the pandemic oh, versus goodness, after the yes. pandemic. We'll see if we can grab it here in just a second, but it was shocking. Like the numbers, it was like 90,000 or something pre pandemic up to like over a million yes. people that were using this after the pandemic. And so what a lot of articles that we read and research we did said is that during the pandemic, there was obviously a lot of loss, right? A lot of people lost their jobs. The entire yes. service industry, basically went dark for a while. So people that were waiters and waitresses and just jobs in the service industry, everything halted. And college people who were working on campus to pay for their school had to come home, do school online and had no more work to pay for school. Right. So they're still paying for school. It's like the the prices for school didn't go away. You're still paying tuition fees, but now you don't have that stream of income. And so that is what OnlyFans took advantage of. They saw that there was this gap, that there was a need for work. And so they started, I mean, it just kind of took off, whether it was their advertising or word of mouth people talking about it, but clearly there was some strategy on the part of this company to recruit um, these young college people who were desperate for work. And it sounds upfront, it can sound so good. Like you were talking about like, oh, I can take the same kind of content I'm posting on Instagram and I can just come over onto OnlyFans and I can post some pictures and make some money. And it's advertised like you're going to somehow be able to pay your college tuition with this. But like Bethany was saying, that's the lie um, that they get you in with and they make you think, oh, okay, you're, you're this beautiful young woman. You're posting bikini pictures on your Instagram. In fact, one article, um, the girl was talking about that. She had been on there and shared her experience and basically, I think, regretted it ultimately in the end, but was saying, I'm already posting these bikini you know, bikini pics over on Instagram. Why not just come over onto OnlyFans and make some money off of it? But at the end of the day, the amount of money that she made was so little in comparison, and we're going to get to more of this in a minute about how it doesn't end there. It starts there with bikini pics, but that is not where it ends. That's not what the fans on there want to see. They want to see a lot more. You're pressured to show a lot more than you ever thought. Um, But just to give you an idea of how much money people are actually making on here, because it sounds so much better than it really is. So the average account earns just $220 per month. Wow. To the average. So that means there are people who make more, obviously, and people who make even less than that. Creators, so if you're a creator on there, typically they charge anywhere from $750 to $75 for a monthly subscription, which means that you need between three and 30 subscribers to earn only $220. And I know that might seem like a lot, like, oh, that's so easy. I mean, I have like thousands of subscribers on Instagram. How hard can it be? But here's another st- stat from the Tech Jury site. They said the average OnlyFans content creator only has 21 subscribers. So that just goes to show you that what's being advertised as this amazing way, like, yeah, just post a few bikini pics and you're going to be making thousands of dollars to support yourself. That's really not the case. That's not what's happening. And so Molly, like we said, our research assistant, she actually typed something up. She put her notes for us in her research file. And I thought it was so good that I actually want to read it right now because it just brought a great perspective. She was saying that in her research, almost all of the sources I found and personal stories of OnlyFans experiences were from non-believers 
believers. It really says something if the secular world is expressing how degrading and damaging OnlyFans is. It definitely paints a picture of regret and despair. Many young women are being scammed into believing they can post a couple of sexy pictures, stay within their personal boundaries, and make millions. But only a handful of accounts have actually made that much money. And much like pornography, it's like a drug. Once you get used to it, you only crave more. So girls are pressured into compromising their morals more and more to keep their subscribers hooked and paying money. It's downright exploitive. Mm-hmm. Exploitive? Mm-hmm. Exploitive. <laughs> but they feel trapped and le- and like they just need the money. Instead of trusting God to provide, they're turning to what they believe is a surefire way to make some extra dough. And initially, it may work well for them. But before yeah. long, they're fighting to keep their subscribers, engaging in hundreds of personal messages, selling private pictures to subscribers, and compromising their standards again and again. Yeah. Many women who began accounts with a strict no-nudity policy end up selling and posting nudes. Yeah. I just thought that was a great overview of what's actually happening Mm -hmm. um and like i love that point that she pointed out like all of the sources she was finding these aren't from believers saying like oh yes you know god's design no these are from non-believers people who don't believe in god saying like this is so damaging this is so degrading like not even as christians just as unbelievers saying we this is so terrible like don't engage in this this is so damaging don't do this. I mean, mm-hmm. that has got to say something. Yeah, I mean, that is when the world, obviously not the OnlyFans world, but <laughs> when the general population, like society, is looking at this and actually recognizing the damage that this has on men and women. And something really interesting, and this isn't surprising at all, but a majority of the content creators yeah. on OnlyFans are women, and the majority of consumers are men. Now, there are some men who are, like, who have accounts who are creators, but it's just, it's a much smaller percentage. So here we see, again, yeah. this idea, like, oh, it's freedom it's women it's empowering like make some money just you know post a few pictures and and here we have like basically your own social media version of pornography I mean that's exactly what it is and I think even some women who might think well yeah you know pornography has a certain stigma but OnlyFans doesn't that that's actually not the case um we're going to get into some of that in a minute the long-term effects not only on your yourself personally but also on your future and like for women things that you might want to pursue down the road how choosing to participate in this sex industry in this way could come back to haunt you. And I mean, that's not, that should not be our driving motivation as Christians for why we shouldn't do this, but it's like, still, we need to be thinking of this and, um, something like if I could put it in a phrase, I would say this about OnlyFans that it is built on degradation, sexualization, and objectification. Mm -hmm. And that is absolutely true that it is built on deg, like the degradation of women, promising that you're going to find this amazing opportunity to work from home, flexible hours. You don't have to have like any particular skills, just post pictures that get people's attention. You're going to get fans and it's presented as this amazing thing, but it is degrading to the female body, degrading to our design as sexual beings, degrading to sex itself and the intentions that God has for creating sex, what it's for, this beautiful celebration of covenant love within marriage. And it's completely degraded to a commodity, to something that can be sold um, to you are, you are no more than an object. I mean, that's really what it is. And that's the objectification part of it, that we are we are buying into this lie that we are more empowered as women by objectifying ourselves and selling our bodies for just a little bit of money and that somehow we're going to be better off in the end or that there's going to be no effect, that it's going to be neutral. But as we've read testimony after testimony of women who have been in the sex industry, who have gotten out of it, that is not the case really for any of them. Yeah. It is It does not leave you in a neutral state mm-hmm. at the end. Um, and then just the sexualization, obviously, it's all based on sex um, and just literally abusing sex 
sex, misusing it, mistreating it. Um, it's just so sad. And so as Christians, just stepping back and saying, what's going on? Like, what is, is this really, um, what I want to be a part of? Is this really healthy for my soul, for my future? Um, is this going to impact intimacy down the road? Like, yes. And so why don't we just run through some of those things that Hillary or or, sorry, Harmony, you had read some quotes from her earlier. She has an amazing video. Like you said, we'll link her video below. All the credit goes to her. She shared these 10 reasons to not start an OnlyFans account. And so we're just kind of kind of jump through them because her reasons were so good. We have to share them here. Yeah. So number one is like very obvious leaked content and piracy, people taking your content, people using it as blackmail. I mean, putting your hope in the fact that it's going to stay private is a very naive perspective, honestly. I mean, people hack into like the most secure things in in the world. Like, of course, people can get your content. They can take screen recordings. They can take Mm -hmm. videos of it. So don't put your assurance in the fact that it's going to be private. So that would be number one. Yeah. The second thing she mentions is that you will always be asked to do more. And this is something else that people don't know about OnlyFans. Oftentimes, just looking from the outside, is that you are interacting with your fans. So all of the people who are only your fans, but they interact and they they're not just like woohoo like giving you thumbs ups and stuff they can give you tips they can request more and on OnlyFans you're highly encouraged to interact with your fans that's how you keep them that's how you yeah. maintain your subscriptions and so you're not only encouraged to interact with them but you're encouraged to do what they're asking so if your fans are like ooh love that you know of course it's interesting the first few times but then they're going to want more they're going to want to see more they're going to want you to take off more and yeah. so that's the lie is that you get on you think it's just going to be this one little you know these kind of pictures but that's not the case because your fans uh, they're on there buying sex from you and you are an object to yeah. them and now they're demanding more from you. It happens every time. And number three, again, these are from Harmony Gorilla. We'll link it below. She says, the money is not as good as you think. And that's so true. Yeah. Just the stats, you know, it's always presented like, you know, even out on Facebook, these videos pop up of like OnlyFans success story. It's like, I don't even care about OnlyFans. Maybe, you know how your phone's here, you talking these days and then they give you ads. So maybe it hurt us discussing no, no. OnlyFans. But, you know, it's all these success yeah. stories. Like I made millions in right. one month. And so people think like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm going to make that much. But the reality is it's like, you know, 200 and under for a month, the average subscriber, I mean, the average content creator is making, and that is just not good money. And you're selling your body for those, you know, few hundred bucks. So it's just that that is such a lie. Like the money is really not great Mm -hmm. for the majority of people. Mm -hmm. Another reason to not start an OnlyFans account is that there is a cost to becoming a sexual object. And Mm. in her video, Harmony shared this herself as someone who previously worked in the sex industry. And she just shared her own testimony of saying, that it changes the way you view yourself. It changes the way you view sex, the way that you view the world when you choose to become willingly um, by your own choice to become an object and a a sex object where people are paying you to show them and give them sex virtually. Essentially, she's saying it like there's a cost to that. And for her, it's been a journey as she has worked through that in her own heart. Um, It's very dehumanizing, she said, and it really changed the way that she viewed herself, her worth, her value, her sexuality. So it's not neutral. It will have an impact. And that's one of the biggest lies that we have to get over and recognize like there is a cost. Yeah. Number five, (laughs) fifth reason not to have an OnlyFans is because sexual harassment is a job requirement, literally from the comments and the fan interaction. Like that is part of your job is to basically be harassed sexually by these people that are your subscribers. And like she's saying, when you objectify yourself like that, you're opening yourself up to that. They can call you whatever you want. Mm -hmm. They can request whatever they want from you. Um, They can, you know, they they literally are just there to get more from you. So they're going to harass you. They're going to objectify you. And it's all so, like you said, 
dehumanizing yeah. and degrading. But just knowing that's that's what you're signing up for when you sign up for OnlyFans. You are saying, mm-hmm. yes, I'm okay with the sexual harassment. Yeah. Number six is stalkers. So this is also a very real thing is that because it's virtual, I think we have this this naive sense that because it's online, it's not me, right? It's like my other identity. It's the work I do. Maybe there's even another name that you use. It's not really who I am and it's not going to impact my real life. But what statistics have found is that women who engage in this kind of sex work um, often will find these guys who aren't satisfied with just having the online interaction, but will yeah. actually stalk them sometimes virtually, right? Like stalking you in other places on the internet, other spaces that you're in or in real life, you know, because Anyone can find you on there, right? Like anyone can subscribe and become your fan. And so this is also a huge problem is that you get these really super creepy guys um, who are only after one thing and very warped perspectives on everything. And they are now stalking you, which is super scary. Mm. So we need to be aware of that. And the seventh reason not to get on OnlyFans or to start an OnlyFans is because it it really can interfere with your future goals. So if you are wanting to work with children one day, maybe as a teacher, you're wanting Mm. to work for the government, people will find this out about you. You know, they can. Jobs who are serious about protecting the kids or need some of the highest, you know, um, the highest, you know, just caliber reputation, this stuff can come back to be a reason why you could not get hired in the future. So if you're like, okay, I'm in college and I have these dreams of having this highly respectable job, just consider that your history of doing this might be a reason mm-hmm. that you might not be able to to get the job and, and, and serve the people in the future that you really want to. Yeah. Number eight, and I already touched on this earlier, is that it will change you. Like I said, um, it's sex work, it changes the way that you view the world and that you view yourself. And I think one of the things that it impacts the most um, that we don't often think about is how it will impact our intimacy for real life relationships. So you're young, you're like, I'm in the prime of my life. I'm beautiful. um, I'm just going to do this for right now, make a few bucks and I'll get off. It's no problem. But not realizing the impact that sex work, selling your body for money, how that can impact your view of intimacy and what real, beautiful, godly intimacy is within marriage. And so even if it's a couple years down the road, five, 10 years down the road, you get married, um, there is evidence to show that sex work for women impacts the way that they Mm. engage with their husband one day in this loving, beautiful relationship. And so just be thinking ahead of like, how are these choices I'm making now going to impact my view of sexuality and eventually one day even affect my marriage? Mm -hmm. And the ninth reason is that you can't take it back. Like the internet, the photos, the videos, they are there forever. So even if you're like, okay, I'm just like, you know, 21, 22 in college, like it's not that big of a deal, you know, okay, one day when you are 35, 40 and you have kids and you know, those videos, those pictures are there forever. And you have to really think, do I want this around in 20 years? Do I want this around in 40 years? Is this something that I want, you know, my future children to see, my future daughters to see? Um, Is this something that I want if I'm able to some, you know, I got like that teaching job. Is this something that I want the children that I'm teaching, the people that I'm trying to help Mm -hmm. to come across one day? And you have to face that reality. Yeah. So the last thing, number 10, even if the money is good, the price is high. The price is so high. An industry that chews you up and spits you back out, you're in the end, you're really only left with trauma. That's what so many women have come forward to say, women who are out of sex work saying, yeah, it, it literally chews you up, spits you out. You are you are an object. You are just a piece 
of matter to be used to satisfy the warped sexual gratification of of the viewers, the subscribers. And then when you're done, that's it. It's over. And you are left with trauma. You are left with struggles and issues. And now you have to work through those. You have to somehow get through those. And sadly, so many women are not able to, and it takes them to very Mm -hmm. dark and sad places. So we just have to recognize that. So if these 10 reasons didn't convince you, which I really hope you are convinced and notice that so far in these 10 reasons, there wasn't even a single thing mentioned about God's design, yeah. like, and what's actually good, right, true, and beautiful. And so that's, that's really what matters most. But these are 10 very real things that I know just even mm-hmm. hearing them, I'm like, I wasn't pondering getting on, but I'm like, I, I would never like yeah. it is on so many levels. So this is us as just sisters in Christ, like yeah. urging you lovingly to say, if you're on, get off, you know, talk to an older godly woman, get some help, get some input. If you're considering it, stop considering it. Yeah. I hope you are so, um, like your eyes are so opened and you're seeing more clearly than Mm -hmm. ever that despite the glam the glitz the promises of this platform that it is garbage it is trash Mm -hmm. and you want really nothing to do with it well and you might think i don't know anyone that's on and that's Mm. what they've said in all of the research that we've come across is that pretty much everyone keeps it secret if they're on it's like two different lives and so they're saying like nobody would have any idea that i am on OnlyFans. um and so you might be listening thinking yeah that's me or you might think i don't know anyone like i absolutely don't know anyone Mm. who's on you might you know maybe you you just don't know that they do or you know there's people who are going on for different reasons we have people who are also going on as viewers subscribers so there's multiple angles to think of this from and to say you know like wow this is something that I now can be aware of, I can be prayerful about, and, you know, conversations, especially if you're in this kind of demographic, this college age demographic, maybe you work with college girls or you're in like a Bible study. Maybe this is something that you can bring up or share with your group, like send this podcast out because you never know your friend or someone that you would oh, never yeah. guess. Right. Like this might be something that could really mm-hmm. help them find freedom. Um, so yeah, just an encouragement to you, even if you don't think you know anyone that's yeah. on it, share it with your friends, share this with people because I, we want this message to get out. So turning to God's word, I just want to read one or two scriptures that help remind us as women um, of what our goal, like where our heart should be in all things, like talking about OnlyFans, our sexuality, um, but really our identity as daughters of God, as yeah. believers. And I just really love 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It just paints this beautiful picture. Um, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And it's just such a beautiful reminder that as women, as Christian women, we are adopted by God. We are given a new identity, a new inheritance. We are a part of a new family, a new body, the body of Christ. And we are given a new, I said, a new identity that who we were before, a broken, lost sinner, desperately in need of a savior, we have now been saved by Christ. And he's clothed us in his righteousness and brought us into his family um, through that spiritual adoption and it's just the most beautiful thing. And so 2 Corinthians is telling us, therefore, because of these things, if you are in Christ, you need to remember that you are a new creation. The old ways of living, the sinful ways, the worldly ways, following the flesh, doing what feels good, listening to the advice of the world, following after the patterns of patterns of the world. This verse is saying that that should be behind you, right? Like that has passed away. That is no longer the identity, the things that we should be walking in. Behold, the new has come. And so my encouragement to all of us as Christian women and even thinking about OnlyFans is going onto a platform, participating in something that 
that just completely dehumanizes women and anyone, men who are on there. Um, it objectifies people. It, it creates, it sexualizes um, things in the most degrading way. God is saying, you are a new creation. Yeah. That's darkness. That's Put that behind you. You, a daughter of the light, walk in truth, walk in light, walk in your new mm. identity as one who has been saved um, by the Savior and walk in that. And so that's just my encouragement to say, like God has a beautiful plan yeah. for us as daughters of God. Well, I want to jump in on that I was thinking because we're both moms now yeah and so I think like okay you know I have a little girl now and I love her so much like I would give my life for her I know you well and for my son too yeah. but she's right here with us <laughs> and you would for your boy for our but sons too. she's just right here so I think about it yes. her right here and I'm like I would do mm. anything for her I love her so much and I am just a broken human myself you know I'm just a sinner I I need a savior you know my love is not perfect like Christ and I think wow like I want the best for Audrey and I am not perfect and I I still mm. want so much for her. And I think like, wow, I want, I want like her to, to have the best life possible and to know how loved she is and how cared for she is. And I want her to just understand that in her heart of hearts. And I think, wow, God loves us so much more than that. And he wants so much more for us, you know, than just selling our bodies or thinking we're only as good as what other people will pay for us to do. And, you know, he's called us his children. It's like we are adopted into his family. We are, you know, his identity, like you're saying. And so it's just, yeah. oh, it just breaks my heart so much because I'm like, God loves us so much. He literally yeah. sent Jesus to die for us. Like we don't have to do this. Like we can find so much hope and mm -hmm. peace and purpose in him. And oh, that's just amazing. You know, when he welcomes us with open arms, his forgiveness is so great. Yes. His love is so so great. I mean, he sent Jesus to the cross while we were still sinners, not while we were perfect. We don't have to earn his love. We don't have to earn salvation. And that's just so, yes, amen. so beautiful as I think of that. So no matter mm -hmm. where you're coming from right now, I don't care if you've been on OnlyFans or you've never, like we all need yes. the saving grace of Jesus. We all need his sacrifice and his resurrection. So I just want to encourage you with that. No matter where you're coming from, we can all go to Jesus for forgiveness. Yeah. And there can be a line in the sand today, Yeah, right? Like if you have been engaging in sexual immorality, things that you know are of the darkness. It's not walking in the light. You can today yeah. say, God, I repent of that. I want to walk in a way that honors you, that glorifies you, that reflects my life as a redeemed daughter of God. Please help me. Yes. I repent. I ask for forgiveness and I want to walk a new path today. Don't do it alone though. You know, we're all about mentorship. Find that godly woman that you can walk, you know, bring her alongside you yeah. in that journey um, and invite her into that. But yeah, every single day, God's mercies are new yes. and every single day is a new opportunity for us to repent of our sins and say, God, please forgive me. I want to walk a new path mm. that honors you. Um, one chapter later, so I read 2 Corinthians, or actually one book earlier, 1 Corinthians, and one chapter 6, 18 through 20, um, for just this reminder that because we're we're God's daughters, we are as Christian women, we have a new identity that we do have commands to flee sexual immorality. And I love that word flee because it's not just like look yeah. away, you know, try to avoid. It's like flee. That yes, means like get away, run, get go. as far away yeah. as you can. And so this verse in 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20 just reminds us no matter how normal the world makes things to be, this is what our God says to us. Flee sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. 
how interesting that word price. Yes, like I know. here we are being told by the world we it's okay jump on sell a few pictures of yourself do a few nudes make a few bucks and here's our savior the perfect one saying don't do that flee that that's darkness that is not life I bought you I paid for you with my own life dying on the cross that is worth so much more than what this world has to offer therefore glorify God in your body you were bought with a price like such an amazing contrast and like yes don't we want to run toward the arms of our loving savior whose arms were stretched out on the cross um the one who bought us with Mm. a very costly price like that is that's Mm. the place of rest and refuge and truth and hope and life Mm. yeah i hope this message has been encouraging again share it and we want you to know that you can take a next step of learning and growing right now our book sex purity and the longings of a girl's heart discovering the beauty and freedom of god-defined sexuality Mm, will give you that foundation of truth um god's truth (laughs) and just his design for why he made you a sexual being his design for sex his design for intimacy understanding that is so important and life-changing. So whether you're single, dating, married, sex, purity, and the longings of a girl's heart is like the must-read. It's the place you need to start to really take a deep dive. And you can get that at girldefined.com slash shop. And if you appreciated this, please leave us a five stars. Like we want this message to get out there. Like we want more people to hear this beyond just Mm -hmm. even the current Girl Defined sisterhood. So when you leave a five star, when you leave a review, it really actually bumps this up. So people who are just searching organic We'll find it. Um, and then we want to give you some some free stuff to to, to leave here. Woo-hoo. So if you're like, yes, I want more resources. I want to, to dig into all of the things y'all have created. I really want to learn and grow. I want to grab, you know, the the newest guy that y'all created. How do, how do I know if he's the one? You can get that all by becoming one of our patrons. So you go to patreon.com slash girl defined. And that's our inner circle, our inner sisterhood. Let's Those go. of you who have said, I am going to pledge a dollar, two dollars yeah. per podcast per video to keep this channel going, to keep this amazing resource available for others. So all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash girl defined. And as soon as you sign up, you get access to all of our products that we've created. Dozens. Dozens of digital eBooks, digital resources mm-hmm. that are all available in our shop, but you get them for free. So go to patreon.com slash girl defined. We love you all so much and you will hear from us again next week.